Welcome to episode 45 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hello, happy September. It's officially the season. That was very high bitched as well, wasn't it? <laughs> For your pumpkin spice lattes, I bet you're psyched. Ooh, yep, I've already had two. And it came <laughs> out uh, Thursday, so... <laughs> and we're recording this on a Monday, so... Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's really warm this week, so it feels a bit weird to be kind of excited about spooky season and all of that, because <laughs> it seems like we're getting a bit of summer now all of a sudden, but and kids have gone back to school and everyone's gone back to work, so now the sun's come out, because yeah. karma. <laughs> yeah, the world hates us, it's fine. Well, because <laughs> the world, because global warming probably. Yeah. That is a reoccurring theme. (laughs) I know. For us or in general in the world? No, I mean us. I think we have brought it up the last couple of times. Well, at least we're topical. Yeah. So, how's your month been? It's been okay. Yeah. 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 We've been back to the cinema a couple of times. Nice, that's Um, good. And yeah, Pumpkin Spice is back, which is great. Love that. We had a little family thing on the weekend, which was really nice. We did. Amy's going away to uni. She's leaving us. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. It was very nice, though. She was very surprised. Good. I'm glad. But that was nice to kind of see everybody, and the weather was nice as well. But yeah, I've had a week off, not really doing much. Just had so much annual leave, I had to take some time off. So yeah. How has your month been? Yeah, really good, thank you. Um, much the same as yours, minus the pumpkin spice lattes. Although I have also finished an old job and started a new one. So Ooh. that's always exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And oh you did you did forget something. We also booked tickets to see the vaccines. Oh yeah, we're seeing the vaccines the twenty sixth of September. Ooh. But can we just talk about that? That so we are seeing them at the Delaware Pavilion, which is in Bexhill, if you didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, as if we mentioned it today exactly, before. Exactly. Um, but the the scheme, I guess, is I don't know if that's the right word, that they're doing is that basically when you buy a ticket, you get one free. But what you have to do is when you turn up on the day, you just basically have to have like a lotto ticket with you. Um, and I thought that was just a really cool idea. The fact yeah. that you get to see a big band like the Vaccines for quite cheap. It was really cheap. Yeah. And even cheaper because you're getting a ticket free. Exactly. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. And I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. I can't wait to go. I'm so excited. Yeah, so that's that's a nice highlight for me. And we also, you've neglected to share, mm. got tickets to the NFL. Ah, see, this is why I normally think about it before we record, because then I'm like, yes, this is, <laughs> yes, we're going to see actual American football. I'm excited. I've, I've never been. been. Before. I'm excited. It's amazing. And we've got quite good seats as well. Yeah, we've done all right on the seat yeah. situation. Super excited. I've even been looking on Vinted at um, old Jets. I'm, I've decided I'm going to support the Jets that day. Uh, oh what forever or just that day just that day i don't know see see how it goes you don't have to just wear those teams jerseys i haven't got any jerseys i don't really Mm. watch i see i'm not an nfl person i'm nba i'm there but nfl not so much so and ian said he's gonna support the jets that day too so is he gonna wear his patriots jersey i don't know he might do does that mean you won't want to be seen with us, that day? Well, no, it's fine because we're not sat near you anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, but you're travelling up with us. That's and true. I presume we'll be eating together. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. No, it's fine. It's not me wearing it, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get ripped for wearing a Bears jersey anyway, but I don't care. It's my team. It's my it's team. team. Well, there you go. We have got exciting stuff coming. Yeah. Coming soon. So this month's episode, we're looking at Welcome to Autumn. 
Woo-hoo. So we'll do our normal stuff. We'll go through albums we've listened to in the last month, singles we've listened to in the last month, our record of the month, honourable mentions, and mm-hmm. then we'll go to our main theme, which is Welcome to Autumn. Woo-hoo. We approach it in very different ways. Yes. One of us, me, has taken it very literally. Because <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Um, so, But I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I love autumn. Autumn is my favourite because spooky season but also it's like that transition where it's not freezing cold but it's getting more into like jumpers cardigans and all of that and it's pretty it is pretty you're right you're right just like you thank you and you thanks we get it from you no well not no yeah (laughs) we get it from my mum okay so my first album is lord solar power Nice. So I was looking forward to this album. I knew I'd spoken about one of the tracks from this album previously. So yeah, I was looking forward to listening to it. So it's 12 songs, 43 minutes, 13 seconds. So average, average length. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is her third studio album. As I said, I think when I spoke about the single that, yeah, this is her first release after four years. So she kind of disappeared and now she's back again. What I thought was interesting looking into it on June 10th of this year was the year's only solar eclipse. And she released Solar Power, the lead single on that day. And I didn't realise that. Oh, no, did I? That's cool. Whoever's like her marketing team did well. I feel like that's the kind of thing that she would actually come up with herself. I know. She does seem very like hippie-esque, doesn't she? In tune. In tune with Mother Earth. What, like um, Like star signs and stuff? Yeah. Like you. Yeah. She knows where her moon is rising and her sun is setting and all that jazz, doesn't she? Yeah. I don't know any of that, to be fair. So, when talking about the album, Lord described it as the album is a celebration of the natural world, an attempt at immortalizing the deep, transcendent feelings I have when I'm outdoors. In times of heartache, grief, deep love, or confusion, I look to the natural world for answers. I've learned to breathe out and tune in, which is what you just said, weird. This is what came through. So, yeah, I mean, you just you just called it straight away. Boom. Yes. I am essentially best friends with Lord. But no, the the album as a whole isn't sort of as in your face as other songs she's made. It's much softer. Um, Production-wise, it's very different for her also. It's a bit more, yeah, just stripped back. Uh, it sounds a lot more folky, which makes sense as reading into it, Jack Antonoff was a big part of this album. So he is the guy... Um, you would recognise him. He was in the band Fun, um, okay. but he worked. He's worked quite a lot with Taylor Swift. So folklore, Evermore, he was a big part on, yeah. um, and he also works with Lana Del Rey as well. So it makes sense when you listen to it. That being said, I think conceptually it's beautiful. As that little quote that I said, I think that's really beautiful and it, it's cool. And I respect her for getting personal and showing us her growth as a person and in our craft as well but I think it's an album that needs more than one listen to appreciate the meaning on my first listen on surface level a lot of the songs sounded the same and nothing stood out so apart from the singles that obviously I knew I heard before Mm. so it sort of ended up feeling like a 40 minute song that just kept going so yeah, I kind of went back to listen to it again because I was like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough. So then went back and then sort of started to understand. But again, yeah, it all just kind of blended together. And that makes it a very cohesive album. Um, Ooh, but nice and... use the word cohesive. I nice. like that. Thank Sorry, you. <laughs> um, but it ends up blending together a bit too much for me and not a lot is going on to sort of pull me back in for another listen, mm. which is a bit sad. I think potentially it's a good background album in that case, um, as it is very chill and dreamy, but I, I don't think I'll actively go back to listen to it again. Okay. Um, so I was a bit disappointed as I really wanted to like this album more than I do. 
Um, I'm just underwhelmed and yeah, I just wanted a bit more for it from it. Um, but I still think she's cool and has a great voice. I just think it's an album that you're either going to get or you're not. There's no in between. There's no, yeah, it's all right. I think you're either like, yes, I love it. Or you're like, no, I don't get it. Um, but that being said, the songs that I did like were Solar Power and Stoned at the Nail Salon. Mm. Mm. That's a different way to go about it, isn't it? But you, you might like it. You and dear listener might like it. Again, I think when I was reading other people's reviews, again, it either seemed like you really, really liked it Mm. or you didn't. Yeah. So you might, you might be on that. I'll have a little listen and tell you. Good luck. (laughs) Immediately after the podcast. I've written it down. It's 43 minutes, so it's not long. It's not going to take... No. No. So the first one I want to talk about is Nas King's Disease 2. It's Mm -hmm. 15 songs, 51 minutes and 32 seconds. And I know I'm not going to go over the whole I know how we feel about Nas situation. Because we've talked about that. We've talked about it to, you know. If you know, you know, kind of thing. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um, But there's no denying he is an amazing rapper. Mm -hmm. And he is clever and effortless. I I think that's the thing that always comes across for me with Nas anyway. Yeah. And he is a legend of rap and will always be considered like one of the greats because of that effortlessness and the the clever use of lyrics and um current kind of themes whenever he's rapping i think i i would always prefer the 90s stuff Mm -hmm. because that's when i discovered nas and i liked nas and you know Mm -hmm. i think that always kind of happens doesn't it you can put yourself in a place and remember in a time blah 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 but every time i listen to this album i like it a little bit more oh okay that's so cool. it is a it is a grower. Like at first, I was like mm, Nas album, yeah. But Ian's yeah. like, I love it. I love it. I need to keep listening. And he's literally like going between two albums at the moment. I'm going to talk about the other one later. Okay. Um, but yeah, going between two albums and, and loving it. And I was just like, I just don't think I like it as much as you. So I listened to it again. And I was like, oh, I do like it a bit more than the first time. <laughs> it just gets more every time I listen to it. The production on it is brilliant. Uh, it's produced by Hit Boy. And they're just, they're brilliant together. I think Nas has found someone who, they must just work really well off of each other. Like they just get each um, other. Like they just get it. They just get each other. Yeah. They get each other's flow. Even when there's a song that kind of switches up the flow a little bit, um, is a bit kind of jazzier, mm. and it just Nas is like, right, I know what to do, and it it's just it's really really good. There's an Eminem track which is absolutely amazing, and M uh, name checks loads of great rappers that we've lost. And that's really, really impactful. Yeah. Um, and then Lauren Hill rapping, which is always a bloody joy to hear. Mm-hmm. And she talks about people um, censoring other people. Okay. Um, which is brilliant. My fave track on it is is Nas talking about kind of East Coast, West Coast beef, where he was amongst all of that, and um, and about his relationship with Tupac. Mm-hmm. There's even a snippet of um, Tupac's um, death being announced within that song. Oh no, that's sad. which is just like oh my god. Yeah. So my favourite tracks are Death Row East, which is the one that I've just talked about. EPMD two, which is the track featuring. Eminem and EPMD, um, nobody and composure. Nice. And there you go. But that is quite sad about the Tupac thing. Yeah. Does it make you sad listen to it? Kind of. It's it's one of those where you're just like, oh, yeah. I know. I know what was going on then. I know about that. And yeah, Horrible. I think you just need to listen to it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> if it makes me cry. <laughs> it won't make you cry. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> so my next one is very different. I sort of knew about this band before, but never really listened to them. Um, but the band is called Turnstile and the album's called Glow On. And it's 15 songs, 34 minutes, 57 seconds. So it's short. That's it's really, really short. short. So Turnstile is an American hardcore punk band from Baltimore so they're like 
full alternative just madness the only reason i listened to this album was i just saw a guy doing like a drum cover of one of their new songs i was like what is this checked it out and i was like oh this is a new album i'll listen to it i'll give it a go and it was a nice surprise so this album is a blend of hardcore punk and alternative rock so maybe not your thing but (laughs) i notice as i've got a bit older that i tend to stay away from bands like this as for me percy sometimes they get a bit too stuck in a certain sound and never move away and when i listen to this type of music sometimes it cringes me out a bit i don't know if it just reminds me of being like a teenager and i'm like oh that feeling but (laughs) this album (laughs) did the complete opposite for me um and it didn't feel like try hardy and it was a lot of fun to listen to so it's full of hard-hitting rock songs that make you just want basically want to jump around um but there's also some moments of pop there's some synths in there even a bit of r&b chucked in there a little bit which was really unexpected but really cool to hear and also there's only one song on this album that hits the three minute mark most of the songs are under two two minutes or under so it's a short short album and again the songs just come around really quick and yeah it was refreshing to hear a hardcore band try new stuff and hopefully this will sort of be an example moving forward that it's okay to blend different genres um, especially within the hardcore community and yeah just get people more open to this kind of stuff so what i thought was also cool was blood orange is a feature which was really unexpected i don't know if you remember that album i reviewed like a couple years ago he's like real soulful like r&b i think he used to be in a punk band back in the day but the music he makes now nothing like this so to see blood orange as a feature i was like what the hell this is crazy but yeah i just thought it was really cool and yeah a lot of fun to listen to um so the songs i liked were underwater boy holiday and lonely desires lovely i look forward to listening to some of that well yeah i think underwater boy you might like because a bit more tame the others are not so sure. But again, give it a go and see what you think. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about is Corrupt FM, The Greatest Hits Part 1. It's Ooh. 21 songs, 53 minutes and 12 seconds. Bloody hell, 21 songs. But the thing is, 53 minutes, not that. No. no okay. There's some like, little skits in the middle yeah. and stuff. It's really cool. Um, It just... I was really excited about this anyway. Obviously, it, it goes along with the it accompanies the film, which we also went and saw. And they're just, just them in general. Just anything they do makes me really, really happy. Yeah. And yeah. it's because, as they say, I'm hearing tunes from back in the day that I used to really love and still love, mm-hmm. like reinterpreted. And they're so much fun. And they're, they're blatantly taking the kind of the piss out of a culture that yeah. they actually are really into yeah and they're actually really talented yeah in that genre and I just the whole thing just all of it just makes me really really happy mm-hmm. and yeah the film was really really good I wasn't disappointed at all like I was a bit worried like how can you make yeah. a whole film based on on, on that but actually that I think they just they played it just right they didn't go too far away from the mockumentary people just do nothing yeah a longer episode as it were with a, a, a ongoing story and it was yeah it was really really good really enjoyed it haven't laughed so much in ages literally belly laughing in the middle of the cinema yeah and it was yeah, just brilliant. I really recommend everyone watch People Just Do Nothing and go to the cinema and see this bloody film because it is just brilliant. Twice that we've gone to the cinema, they've done the Cineworld. Um, yeah, the little ad at the beginning. They do like a little ad and every, like both times I was sat there like smiling because they're just idiots and I just think it's really I, funny. I'm here for it. They're yeah. so, so funny. I love it. Yeah. 
Uh, and they've been doing a lot of promo, obviously. So they've been doing like fire in the booth and all that jazz. And it's just, it's just so much fun. I just love it all. Yeah. Anything, anything they do, I'm here for. I really want to go and see them live because I just think it will be amazing. Yeah. Do they actually do that? Yeah. Do yeah. they? Oh yeah. My they were at the fest. They do. They did all the festivals before lockdown. They just had a whole summer of like festivals. They must and I just shit themselves when they go on stage. No, they do love you it. I think they love it. I want to see. I just I want to go and see him. I just think it will be just brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, so my favourite songs are Dreaming featuring JK and Mist, Your Mum Loves Garage, which is just <laughs> brilliant. Summertime featuring Craig David, Blaze It featuring Big Nasty and Corrupt FM in it. Nice. So my next one is by a lady called Maisie Peters and the album is called You Signed Up For This. So it's 14 songs, 46 minutes and one second. So, again, I just was looking at new releases and saw the album cover and thought, oh, okay, this looks kind of quirky and cool. So I'll, I'll check out her Spotify bio and this is what it said. So I was like, okay, I need to listen to this album now. So having one over the likes of Taylor Swift, Phoebe Bridges and Sam Smith, and you will like her as well, so I feel like you're going to listen to this album. She has progressed from busking on the streets of Brighton, so Brighton as well, cool, to selling out London's Shepherd's Bush Empire and headlining her own US tour. Recently, Maisie became one of the youngest musicians in history to write and curate a soundtrack for a critically acclaimed second season of popular TV show, Trying. What? So you have probably heard some of her music. Well, yeah, you definitely would I have heard. I definitely hoped. have, and I listened to that. I've watched that oh, that program. Just can't, can't even. Just, it's <laughs> so beautiful, but yeah. it makes me, it makes me cry and laugh every single episode. Like literally one after the other. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> are they not the best shows though? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they really are. So I feel like you you already have heard her. I'm in. And you, yeah, you obviously check this album out. Um, but this is her debut album, out and out pop album as well. Um, it gave me real like churches kind of vibe because there's a lot of synths cool. in there as well. And I feel like synths again becoming quite popular. Yeah, I, what I thought was really cool is Maisie's a storyteller, so her lyrics are very narrative driven, and I, I think that, that I, I think that's really cool. Only issue because she is quite young. Sometimes the themes are a bit too teenage diary for me, but but that's okay. And also what I thought was interesting is one of the credited writers on the album is Ed Sheeran. And again, it makes sense. Um, And I think she's also signed to his record label. Okay. Well, Um, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. And when I was doing a bit of research, I saw on gigwise.com, they said that many of these songs could be um, could make up part of a great soundtrack to a new era Angus Thongs and Perfect Snoggin oh, style teenage film. girl come of age film. So I was like, yes, that that sums it up really well. But yeah, she's got a real lovely voice and is a very vivid and emotive storyteller. Uh, and I think it is a really good debut album as well. Um, I'm interested to see what she does in the future. Yeah, there were some songs that I really liked, but again, as a whole album, maybe not go back as a whole, but I think I'm just not the right age <laughs> for that. But no, she's really, really talented. Uh, and the songs that I liked was I'm Trying, Not Friends, Elvis Song, and Talking to Strangers. Nice, I'll give that a listen. Sounds right up my alley. So the next one I want to talk about is Drake, Certified Lover Boy. Can we just, the album cover, I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's awful. And on Spotify, they move Oh, when ew. you're watching the songs and I don't like it. Um, it's 21 songs, one hour and 26 minutes. I didn't realise it was that long. Yeah, it's a long old album. It's oh a long song. Gosh. It took me two set two goes. Like I had to split it over because I listened to it on the way into work and then on the way home. It is drizzy being drizzy. There are some good trap drums, a few good tracks. There's one track that I don't rate at all. It's actually terrible, but it had me chuckling so much because in the like right at the beginning, there's this just this sample and it's the song "Way Too Sexy," which features <laughs> Future and Young Thug, and it's 
not my thing at all, but who in the world but Drake could use a sample of I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt and get away with it? So when you said you need to check out track, whatever it is, <laughs> and I was like, okay, she hasn't said the name of the title. So I had to go onto Spotify and was like, one, two, three. Oh, one. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw what it was called and I was like, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Did you guess playing. it from that? Yeah, Because oh. as soon as you said like that you were laughing and that it's a bit like an unexpected <laughs> sample Ridiculous. i was like no he hasn't he bloody has and it it's just gross it is great it's not a good song at all i don't like the song no. um but that really made me chuckle and it made me listen to the song through all the way through just because i was like this is he's just got balls for doing that now i switched it off i was like right i've had enough <laughs> um <laughs> but drake has credited the beatles in the opening track okay. because he it starts off, I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, so that's obviously from Michelle. There's nothing really new for Drake here. There are some glimpses that make you feel like he's maturing, if okay. that's possible. Like he's, I want to say he's 34, 35 maybe. Come on, super fan, you should know. What exact I, year? I'm going to check. I'm going to check because now I feel like there's pressure. <laughs> Drake. Age. 34. Nice. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, he's 34. So, I, I, it, it just feels like he's becoming less. Fuckboy? Fuckboy, yeah. He's becoming <laughs> less fuckboy. And I suppose having a kid and, and, and taking responsibility for said child will do that to, <laughs> to a guy. Yeah. Um, and in my favorite track, he talks about losing friends but finding peace. And I okay. kind of like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that vibe. I enjoyed it. I love Drake, but there are a lot of skippable tracks on the album for mm. me, um, and it's not one that I will go back and revisit as a whole. My favourite tracks are Fair Trade with Travis Scott. That is literally my most favourite on the album, and I listened to that the first time I heard it. I listened, went back and listened to it a good three or four times, which probably accounts for why it took me a bit longer to listen to the whole album. <laughs> yeah. Um, TSU, Yeba's Heartbreak, which is Drake and Yeba. Nice. With not so much Drake, really. There isn't really any Drake in that track. And Fountains with Thames, which is uh, got like an Afrobeat vibe. And Thames okay. is an Afrobeat producer um, and artist generally. So it makes sense. So there you go. They're my faves. But yes, no, the album cover, as soon as I saw it, I didn't know if people, it was like a fake. No. I didn't know it if people were joking. Album cover. It's a horrible album cover. Those emojis freak me out. If you see that, like, if you watch one of the songs on Spotify, you'll see them, like, moving. I don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. It's unnerving. It's unnerving. Drake, what are you doing to your super fan over here? I know. I know. He did not consult me on this album cover. Could have asked you to be an emoji on it. I would have helped. I know. There's not even, I don't even think there is a red-headed girl on there. Is it not? Rude. So. My last one <laughs> is by an artist called Dexter. So I spoke about her last I month. listened to this too. Yeah, so it's called I Do Love a Good Sandwich. And I do love a good sandwich. Like I literally I saw that and I was yes, me too. Um, so it's an EP, so it's only four songs, 11 minutes, 36 seconds. So yeah, as I said, I'm spoke about her last month and then I realized that she had released an EP so I was like oh, okay I need to listen to this then so not too much to say because as I said it's only four songs but reading into it did make me laugh because she said I chose the name I do love a good sandwich because I like sandwiches you can never really go wrong with a good sandwich it doesn't mean anything deep I literally just like sandwiches I was like yes queen <laughs> I love her I loved it. So, yeah. Um, what also I thought was interesting is she also said that this EP is her coming out of the shadows moment. So, yeah, this is her. I think when she was recording this, she was kind of in college, supposed to be, you know, preparing for exams, but not really doing that. Um, and I think lockdown kind of made her realise that she wants to get into music, you know, properly. So, yeah, um, Dexter's music is sort of like hazy, heartfelt bedroom pop. It's kind of like chill, chill vibes, um, as we know from that other single that I spoke about last month. And also what I really like is she mixes singing with sort of like a talking yeah. delivery. 
kind of rap, but not. It's kind of more talking. Um, But yeah, she just feels very soulful as well, which I like. But yeah, she's very new and has said that she has stuff to learn about the process of making music. So yeah, it's weird. It's like we've come across a little gem of like, yeah, she's so brand new that even herself she's like I I still have so much to learn um so I thought that was really cool and I just can't wait to hear more from her so because I mentioned the one song last month I'm just gonna mention the three others so blue skies not the not the one for me and still got time I'm just trying to find her on Instagram because I feel like I would like her content yeah but when you type in Dexter there's a lot of Dexters yeah you might have to like have Google. To yeah. Um. So my next one. I'm sorry. I'm just going to apologise off the bat. It's okay. I knew this was coming. I oh, know you knew it was coming. I'm apologising to everyone, really. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my next one is Kanye and Donda. It's 27 songs, one hour and 48 minutes. Oh, that hurts my soul. <sighs> That's a good movie length, that. It is. What I wrote was, not quite as long as Chris Brown. Uh, I didn't didn't choose to listen to this. I just need this to be clear. I did not choose. I did not go out and put it on. In fact, I actively avoided listening to it. Mm. And then I went to get my hair done. And one of the highlights of getting my hair done, done is that my hairdresser is really cool. And she listens. She likes a lot of really good music. She was listening to this album when I got there. In fact, she was at the end of it and she started it again as I sat down. Um, I asked her if it was any, if it was Kanye and what she thought about it. And she summed it up amazingly. And I agree wholeheartedly with what she said. And what she said is she always, when she sees Kanye's releasing an album, she always wants another college dropout album and hopes and prays that that is what it's going to be. And unfortunately, it isn't. She always ends up a bit disappointed. And we both agreed that he's kind of gone downhill since 808. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I've said it before on the podcast. Where he gets me is on the production. He's just so good. He's got such a good ear, and he's so good at finding things and bringing them all together. And it's normally the production that gets me in any song that he, that he does. I haven't really gone back to it to the album since hearing it at the hairdressers and I did hear it all the way through because I was there for that long but there are some good tracks that I enjoyed saved and have listened to again okay and these are the ones so it's praise god off the grid which features playboy carty and 50 foreign and believe what I say which has got the lauren hill sample in it also I want to point out that he hasn't credited anyone in these songs I had to go away and find out who the other people were Great. Which just speaks volumes. I know that people have been doing that, but for me, it feels just like another arrogance thing for Kanye. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's too long for me. That really puts me off. Yeah, see, I told you before, I don't I don't really look at that. I just go in and it's only when people tell me that it's long, I'm like, oh. I think it's because I like to know what I'm in for and if it's going to be a long one, for me to be like, right, I know I've got enough time to give up, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to, like, stop, start. But, yeah, I, I won't be listening to it. I'll listen to the songs, obviously, that will be on the playlist, but that's about it. So. Yeah, I don't think you need to listen to anything else. Sorry, Kanye. Not today. Not, you're not today. You're not even sorry, really, are you? No, <laughs> he doesn't need me. He's got enough fans. And right. to be fair, I'm a fan of his old stuff. It's just, yeah, I can't deal with the new stuff really. So, <laughs> yep. So singles, I'll go first. Yes, because you got, got a lot. lot. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start with because we're going to see them, and I'm really excited about the fact that their album's out in four days. Mm. Uh, the vaccines, El Paso. It's another kind of preview of the album. It's quite dreamy. Reminds me a bit of Coldplay, but I can't tell you what song. Oh, no, don't say that to me. I know, I know. But you'll just have to listen to it and enjoy it. That's and not stop, selling stop it moaning. for me. And El Paso is where they recorded the album. Oh, okay. So I kind of think that's really cool. Um, and I don't know if I've mentioned that we're going to see them at the end of the month. No. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> 
we're going to see them. No, it's so going to be amazing. So excited. My first one is by a band called Bleachers. Oh, no, sorry, not a band, an act called Bleachers. And the song is called How Dare You Want More. So it's like an indie pop kind of vibe. Um, and it's the stage name for Jack Antonoff, which was weird because obviously I spoke about him during the Lord part of the yeah. episode. So it was just like, oh, you've popped up again. But yeah, it gives me, this track kind of reminds me of that Vampire Weekend song, This Life. Okay. Kind of reminds me of that a little bit. I think it's the opening. But yeah, I think you would like it. Indie pop, quite upbeat. And yeah, Jack Antonoff. I, I, I like the music he makes, just apart from Marla Del Rey. So. <laughs> but you will like it. Okay. Um, so my next one is Shaka and Amani Williams, Doing Time. Nice. It's a summary track about being in love. And if loving per- a person is a crime, then Shaka and Amani are going to prison. They're going down. <laughs> it's just really cute. Yeah. I think I have heard this. And again, Shaka... Shaka. We love him. Shaka. Come, a lovely voice. Come perform. Come down this way. Come on. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Even Brighton. Come on. It's close Who enough. knows? He might hit up the Delaware. It's true. We don't know what's going to happen these no, days. Who knows? Anybody who can knows pop gonna up. Who knows going to be there? Who knows? <gasps> My next one is Tay Verde's Feeling This Bad version two. Nice. So it's almost sort of like a remix version of a previous song so it sounds a bit more upbeat than the other version and a little more clubby so i thought okay. oh, it was a nice little summer vibe to come out just as the you know sun's coming back so yeah nice the next one i want to talk so this one isn't actually new it's just new to me okay uh, it's run the jewels featuring pharrell and zach de la rocha rage against the machine yeah name. Um, and it's just an amazing kind of Latin beat. You can hear the Pharrell production. Mm-hmm. And it is, I, I suppose, just holding on to that summer feeling. But it's also got a really good message behind it. Did I t- yeah, say what it was song. called? Uh, no, I don't think you did. Just. It's called Just. 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 Yes, it is a very good song. I remember when I first saw it and I was like, Zach Della Rocker, what the hell? Where's he been? Um, and it was just really cool to hear sort of all of them come together and yeah, it's a good song. I like it. Cool. My next one, I'm hoping again, because you do this to me all the time, that you should have this, apparently. The Wombats. Uh, now, I left it in the hope that you would do it because you because you would be shamed <laughs> into doing it from missing the last one. And I was this- right. If You Ever Leave, I'm Coming With You is and, the song title. And it's very good. It is very good. It's just what you expect from Wombats. And a new album is coming soon, so I'm really excited. Yeah. So my next one is I've Been Through A Lot, which is Tech 9 and Stage. Stage. Okay. I'm not sure how to say the other person's name. Um, it's a slower beat. It's some really cool trap drums and he's talking about personal struggle and looking kind of carefree but having that inner kind of issues and going off to have mm. a cry and, and all of mm. that and it's, so it's really quite candid and a vulnerable song but it's really good cool my next one is Denzel Curry and the song is called The Game so again kind of what I guess you expect from Denzel Curry um it's sort of hard hitting like boom bap track but what's interesting is is the song is basically his views on the most controversial like misconceptions young people have about like fame life in the streets and the rap game um okay. so yeah that was kind of interesting and also what I really liked when you listen on Spotify like the graphics for the track is like a Super Nintendo version of Madden, oh, um, nice. but his own, you know, take on that. So I thought that was really cool. But yeah, I think you would like it. Um, and yeah, check out the graphics because that's cool. So I will. I will definitely check that out. So the next one I want to talk about is Daya. Um, she's released another single. It's called Shoreditch. Mm-hmm. It's got a beautiful kind of Santana style guitar, jazzy vibes, her lovely, amazing flow, and I just love her nice we know she's, she's my favorite find of this year nice do you so think far. she's gonna be oh, next to arlo parks is she gonna be like one of the top yeah yeah definitely because i listen to her all the time 
I'm hoping that there's, mm. I'm going to have some women actually in my top. <laughs> this is what I'm going for. Women. We'll try. But I feel quite confident because I have been listening to a lot of women. I've been consciously not trying to change the results, but I'm consciously trying to make more of an effort to support women. So we'll see <laughs> in a couple months' time. Um, so my last one, I'm a little bit late to the game for this one. And I got to again thank TikTok for this. I'm so <laughs> cringe, I know. But <laughs> it's called so the act is called the anxiety, and that is basically made up of Willow and a guy called Tyler Cole. And the song is called Meet Me at Our Spot. So oh, yeah, kind of what you expect. Um, and again, I really like her voice. Um, and it's a nice little vibe. It's a nice little driving song, I think. So yeah. Uh, so my next one is Bakar the Mission. Oh, I've not just, heard this one. I do just love to hear him. It's got a gorgeous voice. It starts quite slow, then goes into kind of a bit of a faster tempo. Um, and there's it's got a bit of a Daft Punk '80s feel to it. Nice. I'm just really enjoying that track at the moment. Oh, I need to listen to that. I've not heard it. It's really good. You'll like it. Record of the month. Okay, predictable. And it took a bit of time to get used to this track, I'm going to be honest. So it's The weekend. Take My Breath. So the reason I say that is because when I first listened to it, I thought, right, he's, he's saying he's moving on from After Hours. But then straight away, the track is like a Daft Punk kind of electronic vibe. And I was like, oh. But then the more I listened to it, I love it even more okay um again the weekend is just incredible we love him so much and yeah it's just like a dancey track that i guess is a bit different from after hours so i'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table but again when we see him next year he better be playing some after hours because i'll be really sad if he doesn't but yeah take my breath you probably heard it because it's everywhere at the moment it's everywhere it's brilliant really cool dancey sort of daft punk vibe again uh yeah that's all i gotta say well, my record of the month isn't new it actually came out in 2020 it's by young franco and pell and it is called juice and i Ooh, sent nice. it to you mm-hmm. and I, I to sum it up i've written three words funky dancey cool Nice, yeah. I've added it to my 2021 yeah. playlist. So. It's, so I'm just loving it. It's just, I've only discovered it this month and it's been on heavy rotation. It's just a mm-hmm. really, really cool track. Yeah. It's really it annoying because there's nothing really more from them. No. But there you go. Because I think I went to look to see what else they'd done and yeah, it was a bit like, oh, okay. We want more from you, please. Please, would you send us some more? Now. Now, immediately. <laughs> Good spot, that one. Thank you very much. It came up on my, like, made for you. It's really frustrating because it's obviously it's an old track, but it came up on my made for you, like, new yeah. one. And I don't know if that now I'm thinking, does that now mean new to you, not just new? I think it's new to you because yeah. I've done that a couple of times. And what I noticed last Friday was that it took quite a while for my new releases to actually update. Yeah, it was mine. still showing. The week it was before. like almost new tracks had been added, but still a lot of old ones that were on there previously. And I was like, but you've already shown me these. I want to know what else there is, please. There's more There's more music in this world than that. But obviously it did update eventually. We're yeah. just being, it's first world problems, basically. First world, as, yeah. <laughs> yes. How many notable mentions have you got? Two. Oh, me too. You go then. Okay, so my first one, because I did these notes before I went, um, so as I've mentioned a couple of times, I've been to the cinema twice. <laughs> twice in one week, don't you know? So the first one we went to see was Candyman, which is the one I want to talk about. But also we did see Shang-Chi yesterday, oh. which is bloody incredible. If you're a Marvel fan, go check it out. Amazing. Candyman is the one that I want to talk about. Um, so it is directed by a woman. Nia DaCosta is her name. So that was really cool. So yeah, I mean, I would say it would probably help if you've seen the original Candyman, but it's not essential if you haven't. So basically this new one is like a yeah, a carry-on from the first one, I would say, but set in present day. 
But also what's interesting is that it was one of the producers and one of the writers is Jordan Peele as well, which I'm a massive fan of Jordan Peele. He is amazing. That's really cool. So, yeah, I had high hopes for this movie because there's a lot, yeah, if you're chucking around names like that, I was like, right, we need to see what's going on. So, yeah, it's like a continuation from the first one. Can't really say too much without spoiling it. But, yeah, it basically focuses a bit more on Candyman, which is cool. And the main character is basically an artist that comes across the Candyman story and then becomes obsessed with it. And then he starts making art around it. And, yeah, it's really hard to say without giving too much away. But definitely check it out. I mean, I wouldn't say it's as scary as the first one. Mm. It's quite gory, but I think it does it well. It does, yeah, it does it justice. It wasn't, I wouldn't say you'd be disappointed if you've seen the first one. So, yeah, really talented cast. And, yeah, I just loved it. It was nice being back at the cinema as well. Yeah. It was a bit weird to begin with. There was some people coughing. I was like, oh, God. But, no, it was really nice just to be back and seeing a good movie like that. So, yeah. I'm going to have to go and see it on my own. No one else wants to see it. But that's fine by me. I quite like a solo trip. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to to that. We went to the cinema. We've been three times now. Very exciting. I love being back at the cinema. It's like one of my favourite things. But no, I think, yeah, if you're of age as well, I think I would recommend Candyman. Only thing I was disappointed in was the trailer did like a real spooky version of Say My Name by Destiny's Child. And they didn't play that in the movie. However, what they did do, they used the Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, song, The Candyman. So that was oh, cool as well. That's a bit cool. A little bit creepy. So, yeah. Um, so my first notable mention is that Beyonce turned four, turns 40 this month. I think she already has. I think well, it was her birthday yesterday. 40, yeah. It seemed everyone was celebrating. The BBC had a few yeah. hours of playing some gigs on BBC Two. Um, she had, like, Apple had playlists and, and celebrations um, and shows. It seemed to be mentioned everywhere. And also, both her and Jay-Z are the latest faces of Tiffany, starring Crazy. in the latest Tiffany campaign. Not, not a shabby way to celebrate your 40th, is it? No, of course not. I mean, I'm planning on something quite similar. <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll wait we'll wait to wait. see it's so exciting you've only got three years that's a three-year kind of cliffhanger that is hey guys stick around <laughs> <laughs> stick around people no that is really cool and yeah that was all i was seeing i think yesterday or the day before whenever it was and i was like bloody hell everybody is talking about it but it's because she's a legend Everyone and no way does she look 40 years old she does not look 40 years old and again we... that is something i'm hoping to emulate I was going to say, that's all we can hope for is, you know, three years' time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't look 40. I mean, I have faith you don't look your age now, so I think you'll be okay. We'll see see what happens. Who knows? Beyonce vibes. That's all you need in your life. Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. Uh, Candyman, but Beyonce. Yeah. But good. Stuff happens. So my next one, I don't know if you would have heard about this, but I thought it was really cool. So if you have, we can obviously, you know, go together. But my next one is about Alicia Keys. I don't know if you've heard what she's doing. No. Okay, right. So Alicia Keys has adapted her song Girl on Fire into a young adult graphic novel. What? That is amazing. Yeah. So Girl on Fire, the story is, um, Girl on Fire is a story of a 14-year-old Lolo Rye and her telekinetic powers. And this will come out on March 1st next year. And yeah, just reading into it. So this is what she was saying about it. So when I wrote Girl on Fire, I knew I was writing it for the girl in the way back row who needed someone to tell her that there's nothing you can't do, that nothing is impossible. So then um, she also carried on to say, when Andrew and I came up with the idea of translating the song into a young adult graphic novel, I knew that I wanted it to be about a girl coming to realize the strength she's always had. There's little low, there's a little low low in all of us. We've all, we all have the power inside to do what we never even thought we could. And I'm so proud and crazy excited to be able to share a story with you. You're going to fall in love with Lolo. I was like, that's amazing. She is so cool. 
she is really cool and I just thought that was really cool to sort of take something that already is quite powerful Mm. but then yeah kind of carry it over to a younger generation I think and yeah I might check it out see what it's like I think that's a really cool idea I think that's really cool too. I'll buy it for Evie. When I say Evie, I mean me. Yeah. But I'll let her read it. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. She's so cool. clever. I love Alicia Keys. I'm sad that I didn't know about it. Well, you do now. So I do that's now. fine. So, my second piece of, uh, my second notable mention. So, Massive Attack have provided gig data to scientists mm-hmm. from the University of Manchester to help to provide information to support the industry to make changes to lessen the impact of festivals on the environment. Interesting. Yeah, so a paper, they've it basically has informed a paper yeah. and they've made all of these like recommendations to make gigs more sustainable and planet friendly in the future. Okay. Um so like uh planning tour routes in a way that minimizes travel and transport, include travel by public transport in price of the ticket, generate renewable energy on site with solar panels. Wow. They should use renewable energy, uh, electric vehicles and trains to travel between venues, bike storage, uh, avoid flying and eliminating private jets and yeah, and all all kinds of stuff like that. And Massive Attack have said, you know, they think that venues should supply like the equipment because people bring their own equipment, don't they, as they travel. And so it should be like to lessen the impact they should just have the equipment, equipment there. Yeah. It just makes so much sense. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so I just thought that was really cool. And I know, again, we've talked about climate change a lot recently, <laughs> but I just think that's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not something that you would think to happen, but that is really cool that they're sort of like, right? How can we sort of? I mean, yeah, global warming is like everybody's responsibility. But I think for them to think, right, as a music industry, how can we kind of, you know, help or start that change? And that's really cool. But still still give the entertainment that everybody wants. Yeah, of course. But just making it so our our world is going to last a bit longer. than Our kids, kids, kids can go to gigs. Exactly. And actually have a, a... planet to live on also Um, well yeah i mean that's probably a bit more important than going to gigs (laughs) just a little bit just a little bit so main theme yeah so our main theme this month is welcome to autumn i'm actually very excited about autumn i love autumn i'm I'm excited to get the cardies out yeah i love a cardigan and a nice a nice sweater yes i have just recently purchased a new sweater Nice. Which I think you will be, that you will enjoy. Okay. Tell me about it. It is grey. Yeah. it's got a big collar. Nice. Yeah. I see, I know. Yeah, I know that you're thinking, yeah, I like that. I can see I'll it. Steal it. I'll steal it uh, from you. No. But no, autumn, my favourite. Spooky season. Spooks. And you know and then, that Noah's all about the spooky season. I know, and I do love that as well. I, I think that's cool. Like, literally, we have not watched, stopped watching halloween programs since last halloween he just loves a halloween program so yeah you've kind of approached it more in the literal sense where i just kind of chose a few songs that kind of i guess have like something autumn related in it um but i just kind of went with a feeling i was listening to songs and i was like this is what this makes me feel like I'm in autumn. Okay. Yeah. Whereas I went literal, like found songs that have got an autumn link. Okay. Either via name or content. Okay. Can I can I start? Yes. Because I just really think this song should kick off this playlist. Okay. September, Earth, Wind and Fire. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. But much. it's weird because that song, I do love that song, but doesn't it feel quite summery, that song? Remember. See, I don't I don't think summer when I think that song. I feel like just part general parties, just family party, that's what that song reminds me of. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting confused with sunshine and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> just 
feel like upbeat. That doesn't mean summer necessarily. Well, but okay. But know. good song. I like that Thanks. song. Thanks very much. Well, my first one is Girl in Red, and the song is called We Fell in Love in October. I've got that one too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so we I have got that some song. overlaps. Yeah, it is a really nice, chilled out song, and we've talked about Girl in Red before. Yeah, I like her. She's cool. Yeah, she's really cool. And yeah, I just felt like not only did it have October in the title, but it does feel like an autumn-y song. So yeah. yeah, that's my first one. Off of that, I'm going to go with October Sky by Yeba. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's cute. Yabba. Oh, second, second, second Yabba, Yabba mention of the episode. Nice. That's when you know you've made it, you get two mentions on the same. <laughs> when Sam mentions you twice, that's when you know you've made it. You've made well, it. You're welcome. It. Forget you're about welcome. Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about any of that. Billboard? Nah. Nah. Two worry. mentions in one episode, that's when you've made it. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, my next one is Baby Doobie, and the song's called Coffee. So you would know yeah. the other version. That's cute. But this is like the original version. So it's just her stripped back guitar. And again, yeah, just reminds me of Autumn. Gives me the cozy. cozy Give me the cozies. Yeah. Autumn Leaves, Ed Sheeran. Oh, no. I like that song. I don't know if I know that song, but it's just because Ed Sheeran. I've actually got a few songs called Autumn Leaves. I'll tell you the next one in a minute. Okay. My next one is The Mamas and the Papas, California Dreaming. Nice. Do love that song. See, now I feel that summery, but but then they just say all the leaves are brown. See? So now you're making me think about it. All the leaves are, all the leaves are, and the sky is grey. All right. All right, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Um, so my next Autumn Leaves song is by Eva Cassidy, which is a cover of Nat King Cole. Okay. How many? Do you have like one more, two more? Then? One more. <laughs> um, My next one Me. is Vance Joy, Riptide. Okay. Yeah, it's more like a... I don't know how to explain it. It's like kind of beach person vibes i guess but i know i don't know it reminds me of autumn it's nice chilled so yeah so my last autumn leaves song is autumn leaves by chris brown featuring kendrick lamar i didn't know that that was a thing well but you'll, okay. you'll find out soon is it a good song yeah i like it well, it's I off of so. it's off of the the x album you know the chris brown album with the big x on the front yeah yeah just like ed sheeran's album too yeah and it is Ash getting that tattoo? Well, he hasn't uh, said anything. And he's hoping it's going to go away, isn't he? Yeah, but Dad keeps bringing it up too, so <laughs> empty promises, Ashley Davis. And I know you, that you listen, so get the, get tattoo. the bloody tattoo. You're a man <laughs> of your word. Come on, please. Um, my next one is by City in Colour. Now, I've talked about City in Colour yes, before, but like years ago and the song is called northern wind he's just really like he's one of those people that i think when you look at him you don't expect that voice to come out of him but he's got really delicate and just yeah he's quite acoustic and again this is just those kind of sunday comfy vibes yeah so my next one is september song by jp cooper nice i do love jp cooper I was looking at some playlists and that song did pop up a couple did. times. And that, that doesn't surprise me at all. My next one is our favourite lady, Arlo Parks. Had to try and fit her in somewhere. And I went with Just Go. It's okay. a bit more upbeat, but like, yeah, I could <laughs> listen to this on a cold day. <laughs> in my sweaters and in, all of that. In your sweats. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Autumn Almanac by the Kinks, which probably was in a lot of the lists that you saw too. Yeah, I think so, but I don't know if I actually know what that song sounds like, so Oh. I don't I'd, it's not one of the most more famous ones. <laughs> oh sorry, hipster. <laughs> Just saying. Um again, predictable but Harry Styles and I went with Sweet Creature, because that is a really Sweet song, very cute. Next one I'm going to say is Autumn Song, Manic Street Preachers. 
Oh, yeah, that's another one that I think kept popping up. My next one is a song that I've mentioned before. So it's by Sufjan Stevens and the song's called Mystery of Love. So it was included in the movie Call Me By Your Name. So I used to be obsessed with that song a couple years ago. But yeah, no, it's really nice. It's a very pretty song. That's how I describe it. It's very pretty. pretty. And again, if you know, you know. If you've seen Call Me By Your Name, you know. I still haven't seen it. I'm sorry. That's okay. My next one is Autumn Bombay Bombay Bicycle Club. I will admit I got that from a list and listened to it and went, yeah. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> I'll have that. That'll do. That'll do. Um, my next one is Mac Miller Circles. It's like okay. a little bit different from the ones that I've been mentioning. But yeah, again, it's not like a full-on like rap in your face song. It is his last album that he made that I really liked and it just is all very like chilled and I think would go well in the playlist it so, will yeah um so I'm gonna go wake me up when September ends green day oh I was purposely avoiding that song because it's just so sad it's it a sad song it reminds me of mum yeah and that's also why it just makes me sad because I just think of her crying and I don't well, like she does it. cry when it's on. It is a very I sad just, it song. It is a good song, though. Following up is <laughs> totally different song. 1975 Chocolate. Okay. <laughs> Bit out there, I think. Because you want chocolate in the autumn? Or? I don't know. I just listened to it and I was like, yeah, this could be like an autumn bop. But it's, maybe it was autumnal to me. Okay. Maybe I was just again getting a bit confused with my feelings. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so the next one I'm going to do is "Sweater Weather" by The Neighbourhood <gasps> again. Another I've got one. That. There's another one I didn't actually know, but saw it in a list, listened to it, and went, "Oh, I like this." I have actually added it to my liked songs. It's a nice, yeah. It's just like an indie indie yeah, band, I like isn't it? it? It's cool. I'm going to yeah. go and listen to some more of their stuff because. I just wanted. I just want to see what else they do. Yeah, I think you would like them. Again, I don't know too much of what they've done, yeah. but yeah, I think it would be. They're up my your style street. of indie, aren't they? Yeah. So my next one is Fleetwood Mac Dreams. Nice. It's got to be done. Nice. It's got to be done. I like that. Um, gone till November. Why Cliff John? My next one is a bit random, and I think I just was looking at playlists to see what other people would put in there, and this song came up, and I was like, yeah, I'll take it. So <laughs> it's Farsi, <laughs> mine. I don't think I even know that. Duh, duh, precious when you smell, smell, oh, smell. Like you know Farsi. Yeah, yeah. I do. You loved that album. I do love, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about now. That's a good a, song. Duh, duh. You're just trying not to swear right now. I'm going to go Last Day of Summer by The Cure. Oh, giving those emo vibes. Yeah, I was trying not to stick to my preferred music. Yeah, I think I've done quite well. Yeah, changed it up a bit. I have. My next one is Mac DeMarco, My Kind of Woman. So again, it's kind of like an indie track. I think I've mentioned this track before, or it's... I've mentioned Mac DeMarco before, but yeah, very indie vibe. And it's a cute song too. Cute song too. I'm going to go Summertime Sadness, Lana Del Rey. I know. You just had to do that, didn't you? I can't help it. I love that song. And Autumn does bring about that like, oh, I miss it. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, thanks. It's fitting, but I won't be listening to that song. Thank you. Uh, my next one I've already spent uh, spoken about her Willow Willow's popped up again and the song Time Machine because I really liked this album when it came out yeah it's a good song nice Uh, Leaves by Miguel nice thank you that goes nicely kind of with my next one Frank Ocean Ivy oh lovely Mm -hmm. I don't think I have to say anything I'm going to completely ruin it the vibe because I'm going Summer by Calvin Harris and I met you in the summer. Yeah. So someone would look at that and be like, why have they got a song called Summer in the autumn? I know, but then you listen to the words and it yeah. makes sense. And it is, it's not as like in your face no. as you would expect. No. Um, Rex Orange County, Loving is Easy, because it's a Aww, cute song. That's cute. And then my yeah. final one is Cardigan by Taylor Swift. I knew you were going to come in with some T Swift. But it makes sense. Yeah. 
cardigan because that yeah. is exactly my first port of call in the autumn month. <laughs> I love me a cardi. My final one is another female powerhouse. Woo! Hayley Williams. Nice. And the song is called Wait On. So yeah, it's from her second album that she released. And yeah, it just gives me very autumn vibes. Autumn That vibes. whole kind of album is a bit sad, emotional and yeah, don't get summer when you listen to that. So right. yeah, I thought it was a good song to list. And again, I love her. You so. do love her very yeah. much. So there we go. Banging autumn. Well, not banging. <laughs> a nice chilled out autumn playlist ready. Exactly. Boom. For you. You, dear listener. You, dear listener. And you can't welcome. see me, but I'm doing a little point, point. to the camera. Yeah. That no one ever sees except for you. Yeah. As usual, you can go and find all of our information on pumpupthejampodcast.com. Mm-hmm. I got that wrong the first two times, listeners. <laughs> um, just so that you hear that post-edit. Um, where there are links to all of our social medias, uh, you can find out a bit more information about us. There's links to the playlist that we've been talking about all the way through. Mm-hmm. And also... Uh, you can find links to email us and a bit more information about ourselves. Yeah, if you want to know. If you want to know. There. You can have a look or just ask us anything. Yeah. And in within reason, we'll answer. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if it's too personal, then, then you won't get a response. Chance. You will not get a response. What would be too personal, though? I'm not sure because we do talk about a lot of stuff on this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. When, I don't know. Yeah, just but don't, just don't, just, just don't. If it, if don't it feels test our wrong, boundaries. don't do it. Yeah, if it feels wrong, don't do it. If it's a bit weird, don't. If you well, want to talk know. about I it, I don't mind about weird. Yeah, but I mean, like, really weird. Okay, you said bit though, so. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if it feels really weird, don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure. Yes, thank you so much for watching i was gonna say bloody hell no. thank you so much you would think that after all this time that we would get that right but still you'd think i'd get the website address right but i still <sighs> doubt myself every time well, anyway you know. but anyway thank you so much for listening as always speak to us if you let us know what you've been listening to and also if you have any autumn tracks you know that you oh, like yeah, go to with us let us know yes um but yeah as always thank you so much we appreciate you we love you we do love you very much and we'll speak to you next month world peace peace out bitches bye <laughs> bye